to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday. Domestic football returns this weekend after the first of three international breaks between now and the turn of the year. The short trip to Perth to face St Johnston. And since our last show, Bruce Anderson and Dean Campbell have signed contract extensions. We had some bizarre decisions from the SFA that we'll be discussing shortly. Don's legendary goalie Bobby Clark's name will adorn Aberdeen's new training facilities when they opened next year. We'll also be looking ahead to the rest of the weekend action. We'll have the latest guesses on the predictor as well as the current league table. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me tonight, as usual, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. So we'll start, Andrew and Dave, with the um, the, the bizarre stuff that's been happening. Uh, Andrew, I mean, we're the beneficiaries because Michael Devlin is actually able to join us uh, for commentary tomorrow uh, on Red TV, but we, we would rather he was out there playing. It's a bizarre decision. And then today, of course, after the SFA explained, in inverted commas, the reasons behind the decision, we've had a fairly forceful statement uh, from the club, which comes on the back of uh, Derek's comments, again, just asking for common sense. That's the problem, Dave. I think the thing that is sadly lacking from this whole scenario is common sense. And uh, I think the the explanation that was given by the SFA for overturning or, or throwing out the appeal against the red card, it just muddied the waters. I mean, there were so many things in there that you just thought, no, that is not what happened. Uh, this whole idea that, you know, the Tuggan and Michael Devlin's shirt, ignore that. Yet... When it was Morellis uh, being sent off for a kick and Michael and, and Scott McKenna, I uh, take into account the barges on him. It's a different offence, so we'll have to take into account stuff for that. But we don't take into account some offence against a player who's subsequently red carded for a uh, in a later game. It, it just lacks any sort of cohesive sense, and it, it just confuses everyone. And that, that's the problem. It's not just us, you know, you can say, right, you're getting a wee bit old now, boys. It's understandable you don't quite take in what's happening. But, you know... We're not if, that old. If, well, um, <laughs> but everybody seems totally confused by it. And it just means that next time something happens, you think, what on earth is going to be the, the result of that? And for the SFA to be going to FIFA two months into the season and sending them this dossier of incidents that happened and saying... Did we get it right, guys, or did we get it wrong? That's nonsense. Yeah, Dave, Dave something has to be mm. done, and something quickly, because uh, I think it's fair to say that the, the majority of Scottish football interested parties, stakeholders, call them what you like, are, are losing or have lost confidence in the authorities. Absolutely, Dave. The situation is absolutely ridiculous. Derek McInnes, for one, he says something has to change because the system is not working. We see that in the World Cup, how the VAR process aided the referee, gave him more confidence to make those right decisions and big calls. We unfortunately don't have that here, but the appeal process, I think, um, for me, just has to show more common sense, uh, as well as, um, you know, obviously there's rules to abide by, um, and I think they can always maybe find ways around justifying a decision, but it's the common sense recently, I think, that's um, it's maybe frustrated Everyone right across the board, from supporters, players, staff, journalists, people within the game, um, even my own club board. Yeah, it's uh, frustration there from from uh, Derek Andrew, and uh, we shouldn't be spending of what's a, a fairly short show 
spending so much time talking about matters that aren't the game that's coming up tomorrow. That's the unfortunate thing. We would much rather be talking about games than, than things that are happening. But until such time as they get this sorted out, you know, people are just going to... They're either going to completely lose confidence in those who are running the game and say, look, let's just not bother with that sport. It's tainted. Um, I'm not saying it's corrupt, but it's tainted by the fact that nobody seems to know what on earth is going on. Um, It's high time that uh, we we got everything sorted out because there is an excellent product in Scotland that we could market. But how can you market it when people are looking at it and saying, you know, a parent is, is watching a game and says... And his kid says, that goalie had a kick at that guy. Ah, yeah, you're allowed to do that. There wasn't sufficient brutality involved. What a lot of... Rubbish. Exactly. Uh, Yes, and (laughs) Dave, before we turn to the game itself, um, the the stand that's normally populated by the Aberdeen fans at McDermott Park, there's been a burst water main. So uh, that whole stand to our left where we Mm -hmm. sit normally, that's closed. So the, the Aberdeen fans... To use their same tickets, but they're going to be in the stand opposite tomorrow, just to add to the confusion. Yes, they'll be they'll be in the south stand. So as we sit in our media positions, the Aberdeen support or the bulk of the Aberdeen support will be in the stand to our right, not the stand to our left. I, I'm sure it will be all fine. So if you're going down to the game, dandies, uh, just. Uh, Pay attention to what the stewards are telling you. Yeah, and uh, with the V&A opening, <laughs> we'll get to the game yet, with the <laughs> V&A opening tomorrow uh, to the public, um, fans think... are advised to give plenty of time or take mm-hmm. a, a different route to yeah, get Yeah, you can go D. down via Cooper Angus, turn off at McDonald's at Forfar there and head across um, uh, via Cooper Angus. That'll be the quickest way to get to Perth, I think, given the fact that there will be a lot of traffic in Dundee. OK, Dave, to the game now. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Derek McInnes, he anticipates a tough test from the Saints. But having those ball carriers on the sides, it's maybe a wee bit different. They've probably had more functional players there. I know from speaking to Tom, he was keen to get you know, those t- winger types into his club. And uh, so he's now brought two or three into them uh, that can play these types of positions. So I don't know if it effectively changed their style. I think it's still early, early on to assess that. And, but there's no doubt they've had a there's a decent start and uh, we're well aware of that and well aware of our strengths so hopefully as I say we can uh, try and limit their opportunities to cause us problems but every game it's important that we try and impose ourselves uh, on the game and cause them problems at at their end of the pitch One piece of good news of course uh, Andrew is that Scott McKenna is back and and with Michael uh, suspended the timing couldn't be better Absolutely I mean uh, it's great to hear that Scott is going to be back I've spoken to him quite a bit um, over the the past weeks and it's always been in his head that this was going to be the the match for him to return to and delighted to hear that there were no complications no setbacks at all in his rehab and it will be a big boost to Aberdeen to see the big number five back in his normal position Yeah yeah, Dave, it's, uh, he's a player that uh, that has been missed, there's no doubt about it, because he's uh, he's a big, big player for the Dons. Yeah, he's been absolutely outstanding. As I've said before, Dave, he's a, an old head on young shoulders, considering he's so young. His maturity and the way he plays the game, the way he reads the game, is absolutely terrific. And the manager is delighted that the big defender is available again. Good timing, so we welcome him back, but we've still got a lot of injuries going on at the minute, which isn't ideal, and um, you know, I think maybe still have as many as seven or eight out. So it's it's um, we're not really getting out the bit that side of it. We're definitely suspended as well. So 
Uh, unfortunately, um, the squad isn't as strong as it can be, but with Scott coming back into it, you know, that, that gives us um, that real strength of him because before he went out of the team, um, injury was fantastic as he, he normally has been. And uh, the manager welcoming Scott back in it. And I'm sure Dave, uh, Scott's teammates, will be delighted to have him back again. Yeah, absolutely. We've been having a chat with uh, Gary Mackay, Stephen, uh, today as well. And the winger, is uh, he, he he just says it's great to have him back. You know, he picked up one for injury against Rangers earlier on. And yeah, he's, he's a big presence at the bat for us. Uh, he starts attacks and, uh, you know, he's, he's really solid, but... Um, it's obviously a big boost, and especially now with Mikey Devlin being out, um, having got the red card last game, so um, it's important for us. We haven't really seen the Dons uh, play at their best in a consistent basis, Andrew, have we? No, we haven't. I mean, it's still very, very early doors in the season. I mean, you're looking at the league table, the teams have only played four games out of 38, so we're not 10%, we're barely 10% into the season. And uh, there, there is a a bedding in period for for new teams and this is a new Aberdeen team there's there's a quite a few changes in personnel uh, you'd like to see a bit more consistency about them and if we can get back to the form that we showed against St Johnston last year where of course we beat them 3-0 every time we played them uh, it would be good to see but um, you know this is going to be an important little batch of games between now and the next international break because after then I think you'll see the league table take a, a form which will be closer to how it will finish up Absolutely, and Dave, it's difficult to get consistency when the manager has to chop and change with injuries and suspensions so much. Yeah, that's very true, Dave, but the boss is looking for the team to embark on a winning run. The season hasn't really settled down yet, but it's normally a strong period for us and we can go and just get, get on with the job in hand. And uh, you know, Normally when you come out the first quarter, you have an idea where you are. So it's still early on in the season, but we'd like to try and get some sort of consistency of performance and, and results. And I feel in general it's been it's been there, you know, since the Burnley games. Um, but we want to make sure we get all three points tomorrow if we can. Red Friday with ESWL. Streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor. You're listening to North Sound One's Red Friday. The Dons are on their travels tomorrow afternoon at St Johnston and Dave uh, quite a few injury problems for Aberdeen. Yes, and one of them, unfortunately, is uh, James Wilson. Now, it's, it's a frustrating uh, time for the forward, but uh, the manager says he'll still play a major role once he's fit. When um, someone who's had a couple of injury problems and someone who's had a couple of not-so-successful loans, it's important to get off to a good start. So, And that will still be the case once he's up and running. Um, it is disappointing, but it's, the hand will be dealt. We just need to get on with it and... He was one that we feel and still feel will make a big impact for us this season. You know, getting that that, that additional striker in that was so important for us, probably the most important position that we had to try and recruit. And we feel that James is going is capable of being that star player for us this season. Yeah, looking forward to seeing a, a fit James Wilson, Andrew. But t- tomorrow, particularly after the two weeks to fester after the the Kilmarnock defeat and all that happened, it's really crying out for a victory yeah we would desperately need the three points uh, I've said it's early on in the season don't take don't get too excited about uh, where we are on the table at the moment but uh, as the manager said it's important that we get onto a, a run of, con- of you know 
decent performances and get a wee bit of um, consistency about everything and uh, we are better to start that than down the road tomorrow yeah and we'll be a couple of thousand fans Dave so important for them they've given up most of their day to go and watch their, their teams so give them something to shout about yeah, another huge travelling Red Army. That's always uh, great to see for the players. Uh, Gary Mackay, Stephen, he's just really keen to get back to winning ways. We finished the last game against Kilmarnock and wasn't the the game we wanted to finish on, you know, on a loss. It was the the break maybe came at a I'm not sure a good time or a bad time, depending on what way you look at. Um you know, we're raring to go. You didn't our know, break was nice after the hectic start to the season, but Finishing on a loss like that, you, you want to right that wrong as soon as possible, and you know this game can't come quick enough for that sense. So uh, yeah, we've had a good training week and looking forward to it again. Yeah, the the guys you want to build up victories, Dave, get the the run going again and get the confidence up to top top of it, say gear again. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, Gary's saying that uh, a win tomorrow that can just help to build momentum. I think the league's just been steadily improving every year and this year's no different. Um, it's probably the strongest it's been in a while, certainly the last few years and um, every team is improving and that's great for, for the league and, you know, uh, we've done quite well the last few seasons but, you know, that's all in the past. This season is what matters most and um, Saturday's a chance for us to really get our season up and going and get a, get three points on the board and start climbing the table and start showing what we can do this season as well. We've heard from the Aberdeen camp. Let's hear from the Saints boss, Tommy Wright. Difficult game, uh, good side. We, uh, up until last season, we'd normally done pretty well against them. Uh, turnover of players they've had as well, which has maybe made it uh, you know, difficult for them, but they were unlucky in Europe. I wouldn't read too much into the fact that they've, they've only five points Um over a season and over the last few seasons they've proved what a good side they are and what a good manager Derek is so uh, tough game tough game for both sides and certainly a winnable game for both sides so um, we'll try and take the positive performances um, that we've had recently uh, into that game Time for our one to watch Uh, Dave we'll start with you who's the man in red to watch tomorrow I'm going to go for Scott McKenna, like we've said already, Dave. Great to see him back. Um, it's a pleasant surprise, but he's he's capable of being pitched straight back into the action and he'll help to steady the ship. Andrew? I'm going to go for two, just to be different. Oh. Uh, just because of them hitting <laughs> milestones. Joe Lewis will play his 100th game for Aberdeen. Gary Mackay, Stephen, his 50th. It's the Gaffer's 200th league game in charge of Aberdeen. So I think Joe and Gary between them will help make it a, a night to celebrate for Derek you do like your stats Andrew right uh, <laughs> we'll do the predictor now we'll finish with the Aberdeen game representing the Red Army this week is my Pataudry colleague Matt Finlay um, and last time out uh, the Red Army and it was Derek Ironside and myself we both got two points oh no yes, yes I did Dave G oh, got yes. four and Andrew got six so that means the Red Army are now the bottom of the table with 17 last year's winners of course uh, Dave G you get 18 Andrew nah, the recovery's 20- on yeah long way to go of course uh, 23 <laughs> for you Andrew and 24 for me so uh, lead cut to one point so we'll start off with tonight's game St Mirren against Celtic Dave uh, St Mirren looking to get off to a flying start under their new manager of course but I feel Celtic will just be too strong for them I'm going to go St Mirren 1 Celtic 3 
Andrew? I'm going to go 3-0 for Celtic. And I've gone 3-0 for Celtic. We'll hear from Matt at the end of our predictions. Uh, Andrew, tomorrow game's Hibs Kilmarnock. Looks a good one on paper. 5-3 to Hibs last time the sides met. Uh, Kilmarnock have only conceded one goal all season in the league. Uh, but I think they're going to concede a couple tomorrow. But they will get one in consolation themselves. So 2-1 to Hibs. Dave? Uh, Hibs won, Kilmarnock won for me. OK, I've gone 2-1 to Hibs. Uh, Dave, uh, Livingston, Hamilton. Well, the international break, uh, it came at the wrong time for Livy after beating Hibs 2-1 and they'll make home advantage count to grab another three points tomorrow. Livingston 2, Hamilton 0. Andrew? I think it might just be a wee bit tighter, 2-1 to Livingston. I've gone 2-1 to Hamilton. I'm going for a shock there. Uh, Andrew, Motherwell, Hearts. Good looking fixture again uh, Two sides who like to mix it up Physically on the park uh, But Hearts have got uh, The wind in their sails And I think they're going to make it Five wins out of five Five with a 2-1 victory tomorrow Well, well I hope you're wrong Dave <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a surprise for me I'm going for a draw Motherwell one Hearts one Well I've gone for 2-2 two, two. And Dave Rangers Dundee well, plenty positivity coming from Dundee boss Neil McCann ahead of this game. He says he has full confidence in his players, but they need to start delivering. I'm afraid I don't see it tomorrow. Rangers 3, Dundee 0. Andrew? I think this could be the end of the road for Neil McCann because they're going to get beaten. I'm quite sure of it. I, I agree with Dave, 3-0, but I, I think this will be the final nail in Neil McCann's coffin. Well, if it's my 5-0, it probably will be. <laughs> it certainly will be. Uh, Andrew, the big one, last St. Johnson against Aberdeen. Very tight, uh, as Tommy Wright said. Both sides will fancy their chances of winning it, but I just think Aberdeen have got the better players. And in an informed Gary Mackay, Stephen, he could be the potential match winner. I'm going to go for 2 0 for Aberdeen. Dave? I've seen Saints serve up some good football this season, Dave. They look better than in the previous campaign. Certainly a stronger squad, more competition for places, but the Dons to edge it for me 2 1. Okay, and I've gone for Aberdeen to win. 3-1. So let's now get the views of the Red Army, this week represented by Matt Finlay. Right, first of all Matt, uh, tonight's game, St Mirren against Celtic. Uh, I will go 2-0 to Celtic. Then tomorrow afternoon we have Hibs Kilmarnock. 2-1 um, to Hibs. Livingston Hamilton. 1-1. Oh, one, one. Motherwell Hearts. 2-0 Hearts. Rangers Dundee Rangers Dundee 4-0 uh, Rangers And the biggie St Johnston against Aberdeen uh, I'll go 2-1 to Aberdeen OK In League 2 tomorrow uh, Peter Head are looking to return to winning ways when they make the trip to Cowdenbeath Here's boss Jim McAnally It's important that, that we, we get a good result before performance tomorrow, I think I think that's imperative. Even last season, we said that. I remember we were two or three up. I think we were three up at half time in a game there, and I was moaning at half time, and then I came away thinking it's not a place where you go and play silky football. Or... So I think tomorrow it's, it's it's an imperative game. I'm glad we played last week, although we lost last week against Bohemians. I felt as though it put us back in track again. We showed a lot of courage against a really tough team, and t- to be honest, it couldn't have been better preparation than what we're going to get tomorrow. So. You know, with that in mind and, and with everybody being available for the first time, we're in a good place. Highland League 
Andrew? Game of the day without question is going to be at the Balmoral Stadium where Cove Rangers entertain for Martin United. Uh, Forest Mechanics, who are showing good form, they're away to Rothes. And Inverurie Local Works travel to Lossiemouth. Now, although Fort William are bottom of the table, Lossiemouth have the worst record. They've lost all nine games so far and they've only scored one goal in those nine games, so it's going to be a tough game for, for them against Locos. Pick out three junior games. The only tie in the first round of the Scottish Junior Cup involves Colony Park. They were drawn the one tie at home to Kiri Muir Thistle. In the semi-finals of the Grill League Cup, Banksy, who were absolutely in scintillating form, winning 7-0 up at Turriff United in midweek. They play Montrose Rose Lee, who are going very well at say, Spain Park and in the other semi-final it's Maud against Hermes that's your lot for another week here on Red Friday back next week remember tomorrow it's St Johnson's against Aberdeen 3 o'clock kickoff. have a great weekend bye bye it's North Sound 1's Red Friday Red Friday with ESWL streamline your business procurement by making them an approved vendor